Hello, I'm Marilyn, and on the show today, I'm chatting with Brandy Bonofsky. Now, she's been on the show before, and a very popular episode. She's the founder and leader and creator of Alchemy and AIM. Now, that company name may not ring any bells with you, but her clients you will have heard of. She's a conscious leader with a very big heart, and I really like her. Keep listening and be inspired. I'm so delighted to show off Brandy. Brandy, welcome back. Old friend of the show, old friend of mine. We're excited to have you back. I'm excited to be back and to have this conversation with you today. It's we we met on our on my podcast at least a year ago, but we really connected and we've had we've had some coffees, one or two coffees since virtual catch ups. Never met in person, but this seems to be the way of the future, isn't it? We meet we know people around the world that we've actually never met in the flesh. Yeah, it's true. I actually will say though. When I first got into coding, it was because I was a blogger and it was the same thing where I was meeting like people online, like via their blogs and like the comments and didn't think I'd actually get to meet most of them. But in fact, I took this like really weird, you know, cross country road trip across the United States and did. So um, I just love that. I love that I can form with connections with people this way. And then who's Mm -hmm. to say, you know, when we will be in the same spot. And I have, I have met so many of people that I've met online and it's just, it's a weird feeling because you feel like you've known them all their life. It's, it's this, it's, it's, it's accelerates relationships, but let's start at the beginning. So who are you? Where are you in the world? And what's that accent? And what's perhaps even what your (laughs) cultural heritage is? So my name is Brandy Bernoski. Cultural heritage would technically be Lithuanian, though it sounds Polish. Um, I'm, you know, born and raised in New Jersey, though I have been told repeatedly that I do not have a Jersey accent, but, you know, which I think is the way I like to describe a Jersey accent is like a um, Staten Island, Long Island Italian accent that's migrated to oh, New Jersey. Oh, okay. So, um, yeah, so accent, I guess maybe we can call it particularly like Northeast United States or something like that. Uh, yeah, and like lived in New Jersey, lived in a couple of other cities across the United States and found my way back to New Jersey again. What's your wow? What is it that you do? Yeah, there's, a, I guess, a double edge to that to that question is what is your wow? And, but what is it that you do for uh, every day with your with your business, with your life, with your yeah. time? So I have a website development agency. I like to very particularly call it website development because the majority of our team are developers. And then I find, I kind of use my intuition to bring in the right designer and copywriter for clients we work with. So we, we make websites. Um, that's kind of like the simplest way of putting it. That's not my wow. My wow is really helping the people we work with, like step into themselves and into Mm. the bigger, deeper, meaning behind what they do. And I think it's, you know, we start to kind of extrapolate that with the website messaging and with how they're going to approach it. But then so often we get into like what's possible for the business as well, which I always have so much fun with. It's like, 
where do you marry technology and business so that it's not a more automated cold experience, but it's actually a more personable, Mm. like warmer experience Mm. with tech because Mm. of technology. Mm. And Mm. I think that's really possible when we use the right copy and images and and sequences, like there's ways to build that in a way that I, I just love doing. And if you're watching, the, if you're listening to the audio right now, I highly reckon you could dig out the video because you could see, so you could see Brandy light up as she talks about that. Because and it's just the indicator when someone has found that wow and is doing that, their whole essence just lights up, which is amazing. Brandy. Can we just name drop a few names of people you've worked with for a, for a moment? You can, yeah, if you if you if you <laughs> go can for it. Drop Tell a few us. names. Okay, so <laughs> a couple of wonderful human beings um, and business owners and individuals are people like Brene Brown, Laverne Cox, Martha Beck, Kate Northrup. Um, I mean, honestly, like I I do I love working with authors who have something to say and something to give to the world. It, I adore it. And then at the same time, we've worked with companies that are bringing new cancer imaging technology to the Mm. table, which wow, it's just amazing. It's amazing what people create. And I love being part of that no matter what industry. Um, But I I do, I have a soft spot for those, those thought leaders who Mm. um, are giving to the world. It's just, it, it, it kind of like even deepens further the work that we do because we can help amplify the work that they're Mm. doing. And I did that tongue in cheek, but the whole the whole series is called Show Off, and it's like I just want to, I want people to capture that I chose Brandy because we've connected, and she she's an everyday woman like we are like listening, but she works with these names that you've heard of, and we are just everyday women do you know doing our thing, uh, but it's. It, it's worth showing off sometimes because women naturally aren't good at it, are we, Brandy? What's your experience with showing off, with stepping out, with shining, with with using our voice in our fullest? What's your journey or your experience with that? So I've I've honestly really struggled with it, which is probably a little surprising given that I was a theater major, and so mm. I was used to being on stage in the spotlight with eyes on me, but it is really different when you get into the work for yourself. Oh, totally. Cause you're, as an actor, you're playing someone else, aren't you? Yes. Mm. Yes. And that's exactly Mm. it. And, you know, I sometimes think of like Beyonce and Sasha Fierce and I'm like, okay, maybe I need to have my like alter ego (laughs) in order to show up and and be a little bit more showy with what I do. Mm. Cause I am very reserved. Like I'm very much behind the scenes head down. How do I make this happen for people? Like that is where my focus goes. And so I do have to kind of remind myself sometimes, like I show up, but I love showing up as myself with people. And then if after the fact they find out some of my clients, that's fine. You know, like I, but I want them to get to know me first and know that they've got a real trusted partner Oh, and by the way, there's also these awesome people that I'm connected to and work with. So there, there's that level of trust. So I, I kind of, I, I've always found this kind of way of balancing being a real person with people. And then also being able to, you know, speak up when I've done things well. And when we've landed a great client and we've done great work, you know, it's sometimes very easy to keep your head down 
and continue working behind the scenes when you do need to show up and you need to speak it. So other people know it's possible. Mm -hmm. Like that Mm -hmm. is just absolutely crucial. And I've been very thankful to have a lot of influences in my life that have helped me do that. Even to the point where like, now I'm like, I'm pretty open to talk about finances and things like that too, because I think if we're not talking about them, like that's just dangerous, especially as female entrepreneurs, we have Mm -hmm. to be able to see what's possible. We have to know when, you know, we stumble and when we're not doing, you know, when something goes wrong, because we can learn from that, whether it's our own mistake or someone else's mistake. In working with people who are very public, have you found that there has been a journey even with them without naming names, but have you found a journey of with them? Because what I'm getting at here is that often we think the people that we see and name, you know, they've got it together, they're all confident, they easily could show up. But what is it like? You must have seen a journey and a progress with people, what they're really like. Oh, yeah. Oh, everyone's got it. You know, it's, it's that you know, sometimes it's starting a business really small and trying to figure out what does the leadership structure look like and really having to rumble through like what's best. And sometimes you may give someone a one particular title and have to change it to another title or someone may not be a good fit here, but maybe a better fit there. So I've seen a lot of that with the clients that I work with of um, having incredible heart behind what they do and what they're building. But at the same time, like they're still trying to mm-hmm work on the details and figure it out. And sometimes you make the wrong hire. I know I've made the wrong hire more than once in the past and learned each time that I have, that's allowed me now to make better hires. And I think I've seen everyone go through it where it's, you know, there's change always. We know that always to be a fact in a business. Um, And there's growth that happens on a regular basis because that change is happening. And because you're not only looking you're not only looking for like a better way to build the business as a whole, but a better way to like care for the people who are yeah. part of the day-to-day mm. of the mm. business too. Yeah. And that's so true. And when you're, when you're growing as a business and as a person, you are entering into a new levels that you haven't envisaged or you haven't occupied before. It requires new things of you. So you're always on that edge. So you never arrive. Uh, but even no. on that say, you know, things that comfort me, it, it actually comforts me to hear those things. That, not not in a negative way, but, oh, we all go through it. I remember even hearing people like, um, just stay in the actor field, Meryl Streep, I think it was Meryl Streep said, she gets quaky every time she has to go out into the stage the first time or, you know, onto the set the first time. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, they feel it as well. It's a collective thing that often us girls feel. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's absolutely true. I mean, I think we always are a little tentative, but like the confidence does build over time. It you does. know, it builds mm-hmm. and you're able to apply it in new ways. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, for me, my journey as an entrepreneur has just made me so much more resilient to failure. And, and I'm not saying I still don't <laughs> yes. have failures. Like mm. sometimes they're small ones, sometimes they're a little bit bigger, but you begin to see those moments as teachable, like lessons for yourself. You embrace them in that way rather than, I, you know, as a failure or, you know, naming, like feeling bad about it. It just, it, these are the things that happen because you're on the path to growth. And that's, that's just what it looks like. You have to stretch. And sometimes you stretch a little too far. What's been your toughest growth edge personally as an entrepreneur? Has there been a, a level that you found particularly hard? 
Um, I feel like every level is challenging in new ways, really. Um, for me, like my biggest growth, it's, it's kind of funny because I have been told that I set great boundaries and I'm like, are you kidding me? Cause that is one really? of my biggest challenges. Oh yeah. I am a total like, you know, peacekeeper. I really want everyone to be happy. I want them to have an incredible experience. Like that's really, really like important to my intrinsic who I am. Um, and finding that balance always between like, yes, I want that. And I am not answering your email at 9 PM on a Saturday night. Like I need my time too. You know, I, I, it's something I'm constantly getting better at. And then sometimes, you know, I think we sometimes forget that, you know, boundaries aren't hard. They're, they're Mm. more like a cell membrane, like Mm. something seeps Mm. through. So there, yeah, there are times that I'm, I'm at, it's nine o'clock on a Saturday night and I might be doing something for that client who I know like wouldn't ask otherwise, you know? So yeah, I mean, I like that has been a big growth edge for me as has working with team and learning how to really properly delegate a task with like my best expectations. Like this is what done and done well really looks like. And understanding that no one's going to read my mind. People, you know, we mm. wish they would, but mm. they don't. And mm. finding ways to kind of constantly work on articulating what you need done in the fashion and finding ways to support them in that process too, mm. so that they're growing as part of all of it. Mm. Mm. Who's yeah. influenced you, motivated you, inspired you growing up? Who's helped shape Brandy be who she is today? Who would you like to show off? You share? I mean, I, it's true that it's, it's going to be my mom is the number one person. And it's funny because I will tell you in some ways I've been shaped by who my mother is and how much, you know, she's cared. Mm-hmm. Um, she passed, I think about like four years ago. I'm, I always forget the date exactly, but it's about four years ago. And she was in, incredibly empathetic and really, um, just really loved helping people and animals. And that so much has shaped me. And at the same time, some of who she was, I was shaped in opposite ways. So mm-hmm. I, I became a very kind of like methodical, organized. I mean, it, when I was a kid, if you moved a pencil in my room, I would know. Um, and that was in, you know, in some ways in contrast to who she was and how she yeah. was and in, in, you know, how she kind of like organized things in the home where I can never find anything. So like the hyper organization almost emerged because I had to um, balance that in some ways. So, yeah, I mean, she was really, she was just um, a wonderful teacher to help me. She, I mean, she, they really like my parents really both embraced my seriousness and my studiousness and how, like how much of an academic I was even as a kid, but then like really forced me to have fun. Like Mm -hmm. my mother used to like throw eggs at me when we were baking and, (laughs) you know, like, and I would drop them and, and then I'd get upset, but then she'd find a way to make me laugh. And so like, she taught Mm -hmm. me so many of those little lessons that I think went into creating more ease in in who I am Mm -hmm. so that I, I wasn't, you know, just constantly serious and studious. She really helped bring out kind of the, the crazier side of me, which I appreciate. And, you know, it, it, it's important to have that side of you and bring it out at the right times. Mm. Who else has influenced you? I mean, from there, 
I will say my first business coach, Christine Kane, she, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be in business still if it weren't for her. And it was simply encountering her at the right time. I was in business for about two years, roughly year and a half, two years. And I was really, I don't know. I, I hit that point where I was like, maybe I should be a life coach. Like I was going to go in a completely different direction. And one of the things she always said in her coaching was it, you don't always need to change what you do. Sometimes you need to change how you do it. And that opened up so much more for me so that I could start to see, wait, like I can hire people. I can ask, I can ask for help. Like, and not just with people that you hire, but like people in your circle, you know, beyond. Um, so yeah, a lot of her lessons really like they have deeply informed who I am as an entrepreneur. And I am so grateful that I had those lessons early on in having a business, because like I said, I, I don't, I don't think I would have made it that far without that encouragement. And she's, she was always, um, and she continues to this day to be very much about like, there's always the strategy in the business, but there's the soul of your business too. And it's as important to tend to that soul as it is to the strategic portion. It's not just about tactics and numbers and KPIs and meeting the next goal, but it's about really looking organically at, you know, what the business can really be and the spirit that it has. So always, always, always grateful for her teachings and her guidance um, that it, it's, it's really like gone a really long way. And so I have to say, even some of the habits I developed when I was working with her in her program, I still like still do to this day. Uh, sun, I, well, so she calls it the Sunday summit. I kind of do this reflections document. So First thing, what are you, you know, what did you accomplish this week? We sometimes forget to celebrate the things that we have done. And, you know, sometimes there are little things like last week, my cat was really sick and I managed to get through the week and take care of her. And now she's better, you know, like, but I was worried. So we like, I, I make it a point to celebrate the personal accomplishments of like, you know, trying a new recipe. Maybe it failed, but guess what? I haven't baked in a long time and it was awesome to just bake again, whatever it is. Doing those as well as doing the business things of training a new team member or booking a new client. Like I think it was really, really important. And then that's also a time I use to set my priorities for the week. Like what are the big top three that I can kind of orient back to over and over on a daily basis? Because it is easy with our inboxes open for like bing, 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 you know, you get 50 more emails and your brain is in every direction except for what you really need to be focusing on. What do you love about being a woman or a female entrepreneur? Um, I, I love pushing my own boundaries, honestly. Like I love stepping into a space that few people occupy and bringing with me a lot of heart to it. Um, one of the things that I've always loved is how connected my team is and we're a completely virtual team. We always have been, it's not like the pandemic changed that. Like we've always been virtual. And one thing that our team members say is that there is something really, really special about this culture and the connection. And I think we've really cultivated a team that's very open and vulnerable with each other. Like they will talk about personal matters as well as you know, code on a website and then they'll share their favorite podcasts or new bands. 
So like the conversation topics really, really range. And I think they all find that a very supportive environment. And, and I know that's because of the container that I've created for that to happen. So I love, I love being able to do that. I love being able to have a very kind of like family first policy for all, like for our clients, mm. for our team members, knowing that we're going to get the job done because we have each other to rely on, mm. but that, you know, if, if the family needs us, whatever family that may be, mm. that that's important. And we need to make time for that. And we need to create space for that. So um, I just, I love pushing, like, I love working on culture. I love working on like team culture building activities, as well as I like working on the business itself. And like, how do I, it's that constant, like dual question. How do I serve my clients better? How do I serve my team better? Like, what can we create together and on, you know, with everyone involved? Mm. Um, and that, you know, you don't find that in a lot of like corporate businesses, really. Like, mm. it's nice to be, mm. you know, I have a team of 20 now and, I, I love, I love that so much. It's like the joy of what I get to do every day. Do you think it's uniquely female or do, is it just because you're wired that way or a blend of both? I mean, I don't think it's just because I'm female. I think it is partly because I particularly am wired that way. I'm sure there's other people who don't create the same sort of spaces. Um, but I do know a lot of female entrepreneurs who are like, who are creating businesses and really creating structures that support people and, you know, bring humanity into the workspace in a real way. Um, so yeah, I don't think it's just a purely female thing. I do think it's very kind of like a feminine energy, but I think that can be present, you know, with mm. men as well, well, as well as women. It's just, it can vary. It's just, you know, it's really kind of intentionally creating it from the start. And that doesn't always happen with people. What do you think women could bring that isn't there at the moment? I mean, I think there are so many ways to answer that question. Um, it's a broad question. You could write a it book is on a very, it, but <laughs> yeah. I mean, I you know, one thing that I always think about is one of my favorite things to do with my team is actually to pick a topic and then we dive in together on the topic, and I oh, get their wow. feedback on it. Mm. So, um, for example, like last summer, we had this amazing team meeting about our development cycle. And what was working and what wasn't working. Because no matter how much I try to engineer that, they're the ones who are living it in a day-to-day. So we just kind of sat down and said, like, you know, what are we getting from designers that's working? What are we getting that's not working? How do we make this better? How do we make your life easier? You know, what do we need to do in advance to prep so that development goes smoother or that the quality control, you know, process goes smoother? And I really just you know, opened, opened it up to conversation and those conversations, you know, like we can only see so much by ourselves. You know, we have one set of eyes, one, you know, one screen, maybe two, maybe three, if you're lucky, but still, you know, you can't focus everywhere all at once. And so much, you know, so often the team is seeing things that you're not seeing, seeing opportunities that you're not seeing. And I think gathering those ideas is wonderful. So we did it last summer. We actually did it recently. Um, on a different topic and just kind of had at it of like, what do you hate about this? What do you love about this? You know, what, what ideas have you had to improve this, to make it better, make it easier, you know, get into the development faster. And I think really taking that time to listen to people and say like, what are you seeing that I'm not seeing? And sometimes it's, what are you seeing about me that I'm not seeing? Because mm. I'm not always focused on how I show up and I need to know, like, I need people to check me. 
-hmm. Like that's important as a leader is making sure Mm -hmm. you have people around you. And that I think it's so, it's wonderful if you can get everyone in the organization to be willing to check you too. Mm -hmm. Like that's really, when you create those lines of communication and it's because you've created space where people know that you're listening and that you're actually taking in their feedback and suggestions. I think that's, that's really special. And I think that's something that women leaders can really do do. well. Yeah. Yeah. And I think when you do more of it now, practically, do you take your team away to do that? Is it in a retreat setting or a way day setting? How, how, how does that operate with you? We do it digitally. My team is spread out Ah. across. I think the furthest, let's say furthest east we go is Egypt and furthest west we go is the west coast of, you know, the United States. So we've got people spread across all different Mm -hmm. um, time zones. And we really, it's just about creating digital, you know, Zoom rooms and spaces. And sometimes I let them go have conversation, like side conversations and come back with things. Sometimes I'm present for it. Um, I, I just, so far we've done it all digitally but I think you know one it's one of my goals to be able to bring everyone together again that would of course Mm. was one of my big goals of 2020 and then we had a pandemic and that didn't quite happen and I'm still kind of waiting for for it to be a little easier for everyone you know I think it'd be a little challenging to get people in from several countries right now what would you I know I asked this question before but I'm giving you an open table now what would you like to speak to especially your thing is women entrepreneurs. What would you like to, what is, what is at the tip of your tongue? What is, is the issue of the moment that you would like to speak into, encourage them? I mean, really, I think it's really, it's embrace that timing and don't be afraid to take the first step. Even if that first step is as simple as like telling a friend or posting on Facebook, a lot of people think it's kind of funny. I say this cause I am a website person you don't have to start, you don't have to build a website to start a business. You don't, it really can be as simple Mm. as getting on Facebook and telling your friends you're doing something saying, Hey, I'm doing this. Do you know anyone? And then maybe you take it a little bit bigger than that and a little bit bigger than that. And you grow it over time. It, it doesn't have to start with a big debut always. Sometimes it should, but it doesn't have to. And, and Mm. I, you know, I think sometimes if you can just take those first steps and start settling in to what you've what you're doing and what you've created you're going to be able to take more steps from there beautiful imagine it's the end of your life or near the end of your life and I'm going to stand up and show off about you what would give what would you want me to say what would be the greatest honor greatest honor would be people I helped you know that that always is what it comes down to for me it comes down to people and animals, honestly. Like I have plans for the future where I'm just like, yep, got to start myself like a little rescue and help, you know, animals as well. Um, but that's, that's really, you know, people say, you know, she had an impact and she wasn't always, maybe I wasn't always, you know, in front of the camera, but having that impact is, is why I get up every morning. Thank you so much. It's been great getting behind your or getting into your heart and hearing what makes you tick even more so. And if you want to uh, go back and listen to our to the previous episode, I'll pop that in the show notes too so you can find out more about Brandy and uh, look her up. She does great things. It's exciting. Thank you. Thank you.